Don't make me turn this podcast around. You're listening to the Reno Dads podcast. We're dads talking about dad stuff. We're doing the dad thing in the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. But we're talking about things that all dads and parents can relate to. We'll share fatherly war stories, discuss manly things, and even get into the tender moments of fatherhood. We want you to be a part of the conversation, so join us and listen in. Oh, and be warned, dad jokes ahead. Hey, Mike here. I'm a Reno native and I love this city. Married and father of two sons, I geek out over marketing, sports, and perfectly placed puns, not to mention random facts. Did you know a jiffy is the scientific name for one one one-hundredth of a second? Hey, this is Jonathan. I'm new to Reno, single dad with two teenagers in high school. I'm enjoying life here in the northern Nevada area, taking advantage of all the great activities and new experiences this growing city has to offer. And I spend my free time swimming, skiing, and playing tennis. I find myself talking to the dog a lot. She seems to be the only one who understands me most of the time I'm at home. All right, welcome to the next episode here of the Reno Dads podcast. I'm Jonathan Salkoff here with my co-host, Mike McDowell. Yeah, and we're in rare air today. Rare air indeed. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much to Mayor Hillary Sheevey for being here on our podcast, our little... Our little uh, podcast. We, the we, biggest we, little, I was just the biggest say, little podcast. Yeah. yeah. When you I think somebody owns little, that one already, little, actually. The, yeah, right? I think it's, somebody does. Yeah. It's the biggest little dad's podcast. Yeah. It's something like it's that. It's the yeah. biggest dad's podcast in Reno. It okay, is. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you That's go. That's saying something. Yeah. And so <laughs> we, um, we met you, I think it now is a couple of uh, months now uh, ago. Has it been that long? It felt like it was yeah, yesterday, right? I know. At the Independent Media Forum, where Mike was a, a panelist. Great job, Mike. And I, I tried to sit up close because I wanted to heckle Mike. I, mm-hmm. I think that was my intent, and I was going to throw stuff at him. I could see it Nothing in your like eyes. having good friends, too. Yeah. And then um, Mayor mm-hmm. Shibi showed up, and um, and then I think you cornered me pretty – I mean, I felt um, – <laughs> You I felt, felt like I was being um, interrogated. Yeah. Oh. What do you do? Yeah. What is it that you do? Uh-huh. And I said, well, I, I write for Reno Dads. <laughs> and then you said, well, what's that? I know people mm-hmm. always say to me, are you writing a book? Because I do. I ask I ask so many questions. So that's pretty typical of me. Yeah. So I was I was kind of grilling you. A little bit. I, I thought it, <laughs> that everybody else was going to get the but grilling treatment. I thought that treatment. was so cool, though. Yeah. That well, you we, guys we were really, really pleasantly surprised how excited you were. You're Obviously, yeah. not a dad yourself. Well, uh, so, right, right. So, to see that kind of enthusiasm, we were really pleasantly surprised. Mm. I, maybe we'll quiz you. Why, right. why are you so, yeah, so important? You know, you know what was I it? think it's super cool because dads are such an important part of a child's life and they make so much impact. And so, and also, I think that maybe typically men don't. Um, speak about their feelings that much as much as women do we're better at maybe communicating so i think it's it's a great way for you guys to reach other dads and communicate that and you know build a community so i just think it i think it's fascinating and and dads are pretty critical so well we didn't even have to pitch you on that it sounds like you picked it up right away which is really (laughs) nice and it's actually what mike and david have been really i mean fundamentally focused on in terms of providing that forum community yeah, exactly um and it really has been sort of i'm a little bit further ahead in the fatherhood game these guys have yeah. young dad <laughs> they have young kids but i have teenagers and i've seen a little bit more of the sort of you know the, the experience but I, yeah. I will say that when my kids were their kids age ages 
I didn't have really an outlet. Right. And I will say that I have felt, and this is in particular for me, uh, having just moved here a few years ago, um, has been a really big part of my feeling connected to the Reno community. Mm -hmm. So I still have to say thank you to Mike again for including me in it. Um, and yeah, and I'm glad that you picked up on that because it's something that we really feel very strongly about. I just, I, I just thought it was so cool. I, like I said, you can really build a, a strong community, and there should be, you know, more support for dads. I mean, especially single fathers, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and I think one of the, one of our goals from an altruistic side of things is we looked at all of this, all of this data nationwide, and what and what not having a father's presence in your life, what it what it did. And we thought. If we just affect our little corner of the world here in Reno, Reno Sparks, oh, Northern Nevada, if we can affect this little corner of the world and, and we become a, a hotbed for mm -hmm. great fatherhood in, in this Fantastic. community. Fantastic. Right. Hey, right. It's, it's time exactly. well spent. Right. 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 And I'm all for that. Yeah. Okay. So th those are the initiatives you got to work on. Yeah. But if you can affect it here, you can affect it anywhere. And I think that's Absolutely. an important message. So I just commend you guys. I just think it's super cool. Well, Thank now you. You, you talk with people in our community all the time. And uh, you hear from many, many different voices. And what is it that, that you've heard from families in, in Reno about why they choose Reno to raise their family? What, what makes Reno a, a great place from, from what you're hearing from parents? Well, I was born and raised here. So for me, you know, obviously being the mayor, I'm incredibly biased because I think we it's live okay. in we the, are too. In the, <laughs> okay, good. I'm becoming so. There well, we go. And being We're from turning. New York, New York, though, um, it, I think it's always fascinating to hear, you know, why people move here and, and what they love about Reno. And, and it, the, the biggest little secret is out now, obviously, that Reno is a fantastic place to live. I think one of the things that, and this might sound cliche, but honestly, I believe it. And I, I, people always, you know, nod their heads. It's the people in this community that shape this community. People here are very, very kind and compassionate, mm. and certainly I've seen them rally together when we've needed each other the most, certainly in tragedy and things yeah. like that. And people that I know that are transplants here say, gosh, what really attracted me to Reno was the people. But obviously the attributes, I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't beat them. 320 days of sunshine. We have um, all four seasons. Right. The weather is is fantastic. Plus, mm -hmm. if you're an outdoor enthusiast, it's absolutely you guys know this. It's you really can't beat it. You can't beat it. It's magnificent. Think about it. I mean, if you are if you ride dirt bikes, there's a lot of places in Reno you can open your back door and jump on 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 that dirt bike. Right. Mm -hmm. Or your mountain bike or um, I mean, look at the beautiful Truckee River and uh, the white river rafting park that's so awesome i and love that right? i love that were you down there this weekend oh it was incredible yeah, really then, incredible nice crowd even with the rain right yeah it was just beautiful and so we have we have so many things to be thankful for but people come here and they are really in awe of the scenery and also you know the clean fresh air and that's why i'm you know i really believe in sustainability and so green environment because Reno is really all those things. But also look at the fantastic skiing. I mean, it's a it, it's a, an incredible place to live. So, um, and we need to keep it that way. So I think it's really important that we provide. You got to remember, at the city of Reno, we sell a quality of life, and people are not going to want to be here. And economically, we are not going to prosper if we don't provide a great quality of life. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So how do you how do you see balancing that? Because I think um, you know, as a sort of relative newcomer to the city uh, and to the region, you know, I I did hear that story about how. Well, first I heard the story about how businesses were moving here and how attractive it was to bring a business here. And of course, the story about the Gigafactory and all of the things that have been happening around that mm-hmm. and the real transformation that's happened in the last, you know, really eight or 10 years. Yeah. Um, how do you balance the sort of, you know, sort of story that that is really sure. out there of, uh, around the business sort of things, which is really attractive for businesses, but then mm-hmm. they can pick up and go wherever they feel like versus like the family side of things, which is really like, that's really, like you said, the fabric of this community is based mm-hmm. on the families, and they're the ones who have to really navigate when more people come here, right. and then the housing market is doing what it's doing, and the you know the sort of things that are happening. How do you sort of balance those things? Yeah, I th- I think that's a great question, and so one of the the things I I like to really kind of back up the story, and that was whenever I was elected about four years ago. Um, we uh unemployment was at 14 percent today unemployment is at 3.9 percent and people were coming to me and saying you know i actually had a lot of people say to me why would you want to be mayor in a time like this right we were in the recession right and we were also the top of um in the country next to florida in foreclosures um, and Mm -hmm. unemployment Mm -hmm. so people were coming to me and saying mayor you know, Mayor Sheevy, um, I am losing my job and I'm losing my home to foreclosure. Uh, so, you know, the, these were the things that we were hearing. And of course, you know, that is just, it's incredibly hard to watch. And so here we were in this, in this recession, right. one of the hardest hit in the country. And then all of a sudden, you know, obviously um, things start to sort of change and turn around gradually and um you know there was a lot of buzz you know behind tesla and that's something you know at the legislative level that that they you know that they kind of work on those um, policies and how they're going to bring in companies right and so things obviously started to change but one of the things that we really looked at at the city of reno is we needed to really diversify because we were so focused predominantly on gaming and we knew that this this time around um, that was one of the things that we had learned from the recession is that we did not have enough jobs to um, sustain, obviously, you know, any type of um, economic growth and development. And that's why people were really losing their jobs. So we really knew that we had to diversify what we were doing here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then I want to remind people that, okay, so here we are today and we've experienced this incredible success in Reno. And there's a lot of things that we did. And I remember, you know, running saying we need to rebrand Reno, um, talk about those attributes that we just talked about and yeah. how incredible it is, right? But um, with success also comes challenges and, and balance, to your point. And so I think there, there are several things that we have to um, continue to put in place. And that is... Obviously, being good to the environment, sustainability, I think those are really, really important. But I also think affordable housing is incredibly important. Of course, yeah. And going to the, you know, eventually what we do, and remember, session is only every two years, right? So it's mm-hmm. it becomes um, challenging to uh, automatically snap your fingers. And kind of what happens is local governments end up at the end of the day get left with 
um, the challenges of some yeah. of those decisions that are made at the legislature. And then we go, what do we do? So uh, I think we have to have a thoughtful approach. I think we work on it certainly for affordable housing infill development, not sprawl. Um, and infill makes so much more sense. It's much more affordable. And we've got, we still have a lot of blighted buildings here. Right. And mm. that, um, that's true. It, that we need to focus on. Right. But I also think looking at a, a BDR, which is a bill draft request, um, to say, hey, if you're going to incentivize companies to come here, then you're going to have to do a carve out for housing and public safety. Absolutely. Yeah. Infrastructure, all of those things, because it feels like, um, you know, at, at some level, you know, state level or even, um, you know, with the county or whatever. I mean, I, I don't want to get into too much politics. Here, right, but I, I mean, right. I mean, but what they do is they sort of provide these incentives mm -hmm. around tax breaks and things like that. And then you think, well, OK, mm -hmm. we're bringing in another 30,000 people, whatever the number right. is. And those people are going to need services. They're right. going to need support. They're going to need the ability to get around. Mm -hmm. And so without mm -hmm. the actual revenue that you mm -hmm. sort of you've done and i mean th these are decisions that are made around you know right. what you can do to in you know provide incentives for companies right. to come here but right. those companies you know they are only loyal to you <laughs> to the extent that right. they get those things and then if they decide that the, you know the environment has quote unquote changed yeah. they'll just pick up and go i mean obviously the, the gigafactory is not a thing you just pick up and take with you <laughs> right, somewhere right, but right. but i mean there are but there are certainly companies well, yeah. and and yeah. and i'm really proud of the fact that we have this little startup that i'm working with now that um, you know, we're hiring here and, you know, we're, we're excited about that. We're expanding. We're actually moving out of the collective here pretty soon into awesome. um, a new like office space. And we're probably going to outgrow that within the first couple of months. And so we're really excited about that. I mean, that's, a, you know, sort of a story for us too. We love the, you sure. know, the feeling of like growing. Mm -hmm. I think that, um, you know, but then you start thinking like, okay, well, those people have to park somewhere and when they get to, you know, or, right. the, or, or maybe, you know, maybe not, maybe they'll take their line bike everywhere. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's what we hope for right that's exactly what we hope for but you're right and there's there's a lot of things that we're doing right now to to tackle the affordable housing situation one is a, a land bank um which is a lot of cities are doing it and seeing a lot of success with the land banks and then can you describe a little bit about what well what it's it's basically where um either you know developers or um city land goes into this bank and therefore um it doesn't. It it stays there in that bank, so it stays affordable. So that and then developers are required to contribute to it, or exactly. before they start developing something else. Exactly. For, okay. I see. So um, and there, there's different ways that they they can do some different structures. Like you could, um, what they typically typically like to do is that there's a homeowner and then there's a landowner, and they both share in um, the benefits of. Mm. Um, of the appreciation of the property, gotcha. right? But it still stays low to where um, your rents aren't increased. Right. You're both basically partners. Yeah. And Got so it. they're seeing a lot of um, success with that in cities. And then the other thing is, is really streamlining the process. If someone comes in and says, we're gonna build affordable housing, then we say, okay, great. You move up to you, you know the top of the list. And that mm. means let's look at ways that we can um, you know, get get the product on the market much, much faster, right? Because it's sure. a much bigger need. Sure. And some of the ways that we can do that is assisting doing private and public partnerships with infrastructure. That's really important. There's a lot of things that we could do, um, less density requirements. Also, mm. maybe even 
um, smaller sidewalks because a lot of times you'll, they'll require you to have really big sidewalks, which are great, but at the same time, mm, um, you know, just like you would in, in, well, you're from New York City. I don't have to tell you. And we're, I'm not saying, I don't want everyone, everyone to think we're, we want to be New York, New York City, <laughs> but I, what I'm saying is, you know, density in the in the downtown core where people are used to seeing that kind of density, right? Yeah, yeah. Not New York City density, but and also or think about it. I mean, I'm just saying these are ways that government can help um, cut the red tape. Yeah. And if you want to get to market faster, get product right. onto the market, that's what's going to stabilize rents. Right. 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 That's exactly how we're going to stabilize mm. rents. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing, like, let's say it's affordable housing for seniors. Well, maybe seniors don't need two parking spaces. Maybe they only need one. Mm. Right. Because yeah. they drive less. So there's a lot of things that we can do on that side. And, the, and obviously, um, time is money and it's big money when it comes to development. So there yeah. are so there are things that um, I have a housing task force just to you know tackle this issue. But, you know, it takes a little bit slower when they're developing codes and ordinances and things Absolutely. like that. So um, but that's something that's going to come forward. And I will tell you this. A lot of people probably aren't aware of this and a lot of actually the housing that's already come into the market there's been quite a bit of affordable that's come into the market and i just um approved a project and it's a large-scale senior affordable housing project right across from the senior center which is exciting because it's it's through the housing authority and they it's their first project that they've built in 20 years wow so yeah so there's actually a lot happening when it comes to affordable and i will tell you um that I just heard the other day that we are issuing more building permits than they've seen since 1983. Mm. So product is coming into the market, Trying, but yeah. I also think you have to grow smart. And that's a balance going back to what you were saying, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so we have to balance that growth and we have to do smart growth. And so, um, again, that comes with being very thoughtful and um staying away from sprawl and, and things like that. Yeah. What do you think some of the, what would you say in terms of the, the programs and things that are happening in, you know, the city of Reno, sort of what you guys have out there that are really great for families and maybe not a lot of people know about? I mean, I know that there are great parks and rec, you know, sort of programs, and there's some things I have personal interest in swimming. So uh -huh. I'll talk to oh, you about that so in a second. Oh, so you're a pool guy. I am a pool guy. You want your Moana pool. I want my Moana pool. <laughs> I have now on record that I've said it in, in your presence. Yes, yes, you want the Moana yeah. pool. So what are some of the other I'm programs? I'm good things about that. I don't know if you are, but I, I am. I'm very close yeah. to the people who are, have been dealing with it and thinking about it for now almost okay. 10 years, yes, right? Because the last time when, they, time when we shut down Moana, it was in 2008, um, as I understand it. I wasn't here, and the story, you know, for, from that I've heard about. So I, I'm curious yeah. about the other programs and things that yeah. you think are like in the works, and you know, things that are interesting that maybe people aren't yeah. um, as aware of. Because we'd love to tell our listeners, okay, plural. Good. I okay. know we have more than one about the programs <laughs> We're that sure this to have more than one. Right? I, well, at least <laughs> my now. I know. Well, we now we have three right here. Yeah, and my my mom definitely listens, so it's cool. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> She's got free time. Yeah, I know. Okay. If I'm important, she catches a few episodes. Yeah, she catches. So yeah. I'll I'll tell you one of the things that is a, is a must guide, and I, and I did bring a copy with you guys here, but um, it's the Parks, Recreation, and Community um, Services. Uh, it's sort of like a, you know, it's a nice colorful sort of catalog. Yeah, it's a catalog mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of all the different things that um, that we provide at the city of Reno. And we have after school programs um, that they're all incredi incredibly affordable. And one of the things in here is we give grants um, 
to seniors and to youth if they can't afford to attend any of mm. this or do do this then we want to make sure that um it's cost is not an issue sure. so sure. then we will provide grants but there is a whole host of um of youth programs and um and even in here look we're now hiring lifeguards. I know. I've seen the signs over at Northwest. <laughs> Are you going to fl- apply? I might. <laughs> I might. You could swim for free then. There you go. Um, yeah, I could help manage the pool. Right. Um, and look at, I mean, just inclusion, uh, adaptive programs. We have this super cool program for for veterans um, that have been injured um, that mm. is just so awesome. And we've received national awards for that program over at Evelyn Mount. And so there's, I, I mean, there's so much in here that I would, a lot of people don't know. How do that we get that? How, is that something that's, that where does gets distributed? And right. where does a dad go get that? Okay. So where you're going to get this is um, we carry them obviously at City Hall and then any of our recreational um, facilities. So we have one on Neal Road, the senior center mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. on Neal Road. You can find them at Ninth Street at the county building. Um, you know, any sort of. Are they mailed or, out or is it just something that you print? You know, I, I that's a good cr- great question. Maybe they I don't can know if they be found on the website or information yeah. on the website. Well, and as these well, are but... on the website too. You okay. can go on gotcha. to um, reno.gov and find all this information and it's all I, very I have I have a, I have a little question for you on that one. Maybe a little okay. challenge to you and your and Uh-oh. your web team. Oh, okay. <laughs> because there isn't as I have gone and researched this, there isn't an actual families like sort tab. of tab like navigation navigation so if you go to like where i moved from back in virginia where I, I came here from virginia if you go to like fairfax county or arlington county one of the very first top nav things is like residents you know yeah. residents and then they have families is like the next level yeah. down and i was looking for that and like it, it took me a little while to search on the reno.gov and i was thinking oh well wouldn't it be nice to have a navigation thing for families to find those programs mm-hmm. on the top level somewhere so that they can go and i mean like that's a that's right. an easy thing i think for i mean sure. i mean i'm a web guy so i say it's easy but you know i know somebody has to actually do it but it's it's still something that's that, easy like, when you're not the developer to say well it's i know it's, <laughs> hey in a couple hey, minutes it's just a few lines of code your, your, your services maybe I, just to get us the tab <laughs> sure I, okay. i'm happy to help out i'm happy to but help you know out. what i think that's a great point though because when people come here it's typically a lot of families and they're going to want to know what is family friendly. Well, right? I, I would highly recommend yeah, so. thinking about that in terms of like what's I think it's a great f- what's idea. front what's front and center for people to see because I think doing business here is up there and I know that other sort of city services are there, but like right. in order to get all of those programs that you I mean cuz that that brochure right there is that's like gold right Isn't there for a, for a family who's looking for stuff to do that Isn't the city is providing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's awesome. I, yeah. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. But I'm glad you brought that up so we can we can well just do a better job of distributing the information well i think sure. that's part of the you know one of the reasons why we wanted to talk to you is just to hear like what you see as the you know the things that the city provides that maybe people mm-hmm. aren't really aware of and i mm-hmm. think that i mean that um, brochure is a great example right. of something I, I didn't know that it was out there that's pretty cool sure. yeah there's actually there's so much to do and i would i would be remiss and probably not a very effective mayor if i didn't also bring up the other thing is we're known as the special events capital of the world and some of those events are so 
fantastic to bring your children to. Absolutely. I mean, let, let me ask you this. Do you love the balloon races? You every guys year? get oh up there gosh. every year? Oh, my at gosh. 3.30. Incredible. And the kids love that. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah, it's the, only time they, the only time they get right? up that early, yeah. <laughs> I have teenagers, remember. Yeah, they don't. They, they, they like to sleep in. They like, yeah. they like to sleep in, except that day. That On that day, they want to go see the right? balloons. Yeah, oh, right? my gosh, yeah. But, I mean, all the special events that we have here are pretty fantastic. And we are really kind of being recognized as the the special events capital of the world. So, you know, that's another thing that you cannot forget um, if you live in the city of Reno is all our wonderful special events. So maybe the last thing I would ask um, before we sort of wrap things up, do you have a wish list, things that you'd like the city to be able to do or – um, you know, maybe some partnerships, partnerships or, uh, or things that you have been thinking about that, you know, you haven't gotten to yet or what's mm-hmm. what's kind of on the roadmap. But what are you thinking about for, you know, specifically around families and family programs? Are, are there things that you have seen in other cities? I know you talk to other mayors and I know that you're looking at other city programs that are out there that you right. know, people have seen, um, you know, success with. Mm-hmm. What, what's kind of what are you thinking about? Um, I you know, I would tell you that something that's really near and dear to my heart is um the, the mental health crisis and and the homeless situation is is ch- very challenging not just in the city of Reno but all across the country and mayors when we get together you know they're saying I I don't have that magic wand Th- there isn't that one you know solution but we're thinking about it differently and and it's certainly always on my mind and I think and and most mayors right and and that's you know providing housing because you have to really you have to understand the magnitude of it. And I spend a lot of time with this um, one friend of mine who who is homeless, and it, it's it's just been such a lesson to learn on on so many different levels of what housing can provide. So a lot of housing first mm. models. Mm. I mean, think about that. It's, there's some homeless people that also want to have jobs where would you possibly fill out a job application and have an address right i don't think you know that it's so much more complicated than people probably even realize and it's something that i spend a a lot of time with um this friend who suffers from severe mental illness and and not only that he um suffered from a, a severe drug addiction um, started with opioids. He was a very successful roofer, and um, got, you know, addicted through opioids. Sure. And today he's he's homeless, and um, and so I've learned a lot from just spending time with him and in some of the motels and things like that. I, as as mayor, it's something that. Um, you know, looking for different solutions and innovative solutions. And um, there's a lot of students at TMCC that just did this really cool container type um, housing model, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, so there's just different things, but looking at it completely differently because shelters are not homes. People just think, oh, you can go to the shelter, mm-hmm. but that's not the way right. it is. So these housing first models are becoming really, really important. And that's something I would like to see in the city of Reno that we move to a housing first model. If I could just like, you know, wave that magic wand. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and mental illness is, is incredibly challenging. I don't, I mean, there's so many people that are affected by it. I mean, everyone that I talk to has at least a family member that deals with depression or anxiety or yeah. bipolar issues. And, 
And that's the one frustrating thing, I would say, at the local government level. We hardly get any funding. And remember, through the, through what, it, through the city of Reno, it's actually through the county social services. I see. So people don't know that those mm. are two different entities that we don't deal with social services. But yeah. I, It's tough to know where the borders of jurisdiction right, are for right, each right. local government So what I've and, proposed, and, and this I think is really important because now the problem has gotten so magnified with drug addiction and mental illness, is that now um, I am proposing to consolidate with the county and the city of Sparks and the city of Reno. Because I do think we're fighting a war, and you can't win a war unless you have um, a great army. And so I think collaborating with them, because right now it's been very siloed. You're over here, you're over here. Mm-hmm. And that's not clearly not working. And I also think we're duplicating some services. Right. And we don't need to be doing that. So right. um, on my wish list is, you know, to certainly consolidate that. But um, the social services side, I, I really gravitate to, and it, it can be challenging, like I said, because it's through the county. And so, right. and they're great too. I mean, they're great to work with too, but I think you're going to see, um, a much more effective approach if done this way. So I'm going to continue to advocate for that. Yeah, cool. That's yeah. a good point. I mean, it's it's when we say, well, what is what do we what should we have here in Reno for families? And the easy answer is, well, we'll build more parks. But it's it's you're really looking at systemic issues here that affect for families. Sure. It's not just an individual that's dealing mm-hmm. with um, mental health. It affects our schools and it affects families and homelessness. There Think are children. It that are homeless there are there families are that are living out of motel that rooms. haven't eaten right. in two or three right. days right i mean we kind of lose sight of there's some you know pretty big issues that um that is true that we have to that mayors certainly see it i mean that's the one thing about about this job i mean i have mm. learned so much and I'm I'm so grateful but mayors are at ground zero we always say there's no democratic or republican way to clean a street Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we have to um, really think outside the box and really rely on you as a community to say, hey, um, I, I might have something that might solve that. That's the one cool thing, like yeah. having, you know, getting feedback from people. We don't have all the answers. Right. But you guys, um, our community and constituents come up with great ideas. And so that's what's kind of exciting is when you see the community really shaping the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we have Rick taken a lot. I, yeah, Rick, Rick is, I, I don't know who's giving us a stage. I, want, I just want to say, I, I really want to say thank you so much for coming in and joining uh, our little our little podcast. Me. I love this. Yeah. I love this. And this is going to be the big podcast one it's day. Gonna be, someday, someday we will. You can call um, it the big daddy. <laughs> but we are we're, we're really um, pleased, and, and thank you again for coming out. I, um, maybe we'll have you again some, thank sometime you. I love soon. It. And um, we are. Let's do it. Yeah, well, we'll be looking to see all these great programs and we'll be looking for the community uh, recreation stuff out there, too. Thanks so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You've been listening to the Reno Dads podcast on renodads.com. If you're in Reno, Nevada, you can also catch us on KWNK 97.7 FM. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Stop by renodads.com and click on Contact Us and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear on our show. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Reno Dads. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We hope you'll join us here for our next episode, and we'll see you online at renodads.com.